Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with Joe McAdam, and it also happens to be episode 800 of this show. We've been doing this show since George W. Bush was president of the United States of America. For those of you that don't know, that was 2008. We started the show in 2008, and it's currently 2021, and this is episode 800 with Joe McAdam. Joe has not been on all 800 episodes. He's been quite a few. So, just so you know, this is episode 800. The next episode will not be numbered 801 because there's about 50 or so episodes that were cataloged differently. So the next episode will actually reflect the real number. But I wanted to have a nice number to, to jump at. So this is episode 800. That sort of makes sense. Whatever. We've been doing this show a very long time. And since the global pandemic, we started a Patreon account because it does not pay for itself. If you have the means please consider donating to our Patreon. Uh, that's it. That's a simple plea. It, if you have it, that'd be great. If not, I completely understand. I still want you to listen to the show. And yeah, it's a, it's a fun chat with Joe McAdam. We do have a live show finally coming up in December at the Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois. One month from today, on December 23rd, 2021, is our final live show of the year. Esmeralda Leone and I will be there at the Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois. And then the DC show will return to stages in April. Our first show in DC in April of 2022 will be at Slash Run, which is one of my favorite bars and venues in Washington, DC. And then throughout the year, we'll be doing it at different venues, trying to find just the right home for us. We stopped our run at the Wonderland Ballroom after 10 years because of the Delta variant and my toddler could not get vaccinated. So I didn't think it was responsible to continue doing the show in a live setting. For some reason, I'm 100% okay with doing the show at The Brain in Chicago because I feel comfortable and they're checking vaccination cards. So three things. Number one, Chicago, December 23rd, Hungry Brain. Number two, DC, April 2022 at Slash Run. And if you have the means, please consider our Patreon. Here's Joe McAdam and I. Do you think you're more depressed because you're following your dreams? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, not a, I don't. I don't. Actually, I let's think... start there. Let's let's flesh that out. That'll be the episode. <laughs> okay, great jumping off point. So are you willing to talk about what you're doing? I don't name names at this point because we are recording, but you're working on a web series for a relatively well-known person that's not a comic or an actor or in the film business or the tv business is that fair uh yeah no that's uh, that's um like a web series yeah okay but you're getting paid to create comedy content yes so in a way you are living your dream yeah i think it's that that's all i can ask for is that i get to fuck around and get paid that sounds yeah. cool to me but when you moved to la how long has it been now um, what, uh, almost eight years ish. About okay, eight, so years. eight years ago, did you think this is the path? This is what I should be doing, working on. No, no one, no one would ever pick the like that. Like no one knew what like anything looked like eight years ago. <laughs> Fair. You know what I mean? Like I, I had no idea what jobs even existed. Now that you know, I didn't know then what exists now. So whatever. Do you think that the pandemic didn't affect you as much as others because you already are trying to work in an industry that's fraught with uncertainty? Yeah, I, I know that um, a handful of people that I've talked to about that kind of stuff 
have just been like, it's the the rest of the world catching up to how we've been living for the last 10 years, you know? Like, it's uh, everything's been falling apart. <laughs> but <laughs> There's is been that no reliability. It's <laughs> no, not good. It's not good. I don't think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it's great that people can't have job stability. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. That sounds, I'd say, bad. <laughs> Well, I didn't know where you were going to stand on that controversial issue. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, it's, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know where to start with, with that stuff. I feel that I'm doing what I want to do. Um, and I was lucky that during the pandemic, I was able to save money. That's nice. Um, but that's about it, I guess. Yeah. How do you feel? You did get COVID when August? Yeah. Yeah. Any any symptoms? Anything? We're recording this on Tuesday, November twenty third at one p.m. Eastern time. Um, no lingering, whatever. Yeah, it, it's it, good. It came, and, it came and went very quickly, and then that was it. About three, four days, and then I've felt really good since. Are, are did you get a booster? Not yet. Are you planning on getting a booster, or is COVID a myth? Um, can it be both? Um, sure. I, <laughs> no, I'll probably I'll probably get one. I'm going to go out of town um, in December, and then I'm, I'll get one before that. When is the last time you went to Kansas City for Thanksgiving? I can't remember. It's been a long yeah. time. It's been a pretty long. Time. You and your wife are both from there, yet you don't do, and you're childless, yet you don't go back. Yeah, uh, I mean, we go back all the time. We go back usually sure. like twice a year, but not for Thanksgiving. It's a pain in the ass for holidays. I don't blame you. I'm just wondering when is it the norm or when is it appropriate to not go back if you're not like within the state? You know what I mean? It's it's always appropriate to not go back. I I, <laughs> I live a free life. I can I can make choices and do what I want. I went back for my dad's uh, birthday uh, in October, um, and then I went back in the summer. And uh, it's I would much rather do it at a time when. Uh, Travel isn't so sure. hectic and awful, and everybody's like jamming a million things into a weekend, and it's all stressful. I'd rather just go in a different time. And then for a while, it was like nieces and nephews were all little kids, so they didn't even know that it was Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when they're like two, it's like nobody knows what this is. Oh, I know. I know. So, Completely. Yeah. I know. So tell him it's Christmas whenever. Who who cares? It's fine. Nobody cares. Well, he, we keep telling him like, oh, we're doing this on Thursday. So he thinks Thursday is Halloween all of a sudden. Well, he's only how many holidays does he have to compare to? Exactly, only, and I'm yeah. like, why? Why not make Thursday Halloween? Yeah, absolutely no reason not to. So we're just going to do a bunch of stuff with skulls around the house, and it'll be fine. That'll be fun. Is there going to be costumes again, or no? Yeah, I mean, he still keeps wearing his construction worker outfit, so it's fine. Who cares? All right. Um, yeah. Do you do you feel good right now? <laughs> and like. In general, or like in general, health specifically, or what? No. Are you... Yeah, I no. feel all right. All right, cool, 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 cool. I'm all right. I feel good. I don't know. How, how, how do you? How do you feel? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You want to dig into it? <laughs> I don't know if I do. Okay. I <laughs> all right. Whatever. I saw, yeah, you're, it's your show. <laughs> I sound like I've been smoking like three packs a day. I'm not even smoking. I'm just. I just got back from running outside, and it's cold out, so my I feel weird physically. No, yeah, the, the lungs get contracted. Yeah, it's weird, but it's like it's not a bad feeling. It's just like, oh, this is this is weird. Anyways, when's the, when's the last cigarette you had? 
Ooh, weeks ago, okay. I used. To, I'm probably. I'm gonna probably do smoke a bunch tomorrow night because we're DJing. Uh, it's our monthly DJ thing with the writers of the site, uh, and uh, because it's the night before Thanksgiving, and I needed some sort of theme. It was either to just play Arlo Guthrie or. I tried to lean into the family thing, so I'm playing all artists that have performed on Korn's Family Values Tour. <laughs> That's not where I thought. I thought you were going to go with, like, oh, bands that have siblings in it. Or nope. Like, <laughs> nope. I was like, oh, we'll play, like, the Kinks and the Bee Gees. Nope. Like, no, no. <laughs> so it's a lot of Limp Bizkit and Korn and Stone Temple Pilots and Deftones and Machine Gun Kelly. I've, I've listened to every artist's entire catalog in the last month preparing for tomorrow night. And I'm only doing two hours, so like this is completely over the top, pointless. But I've listened to, I'd say, I don't, I like actively dislike eighty percent of the music, and uh-huh. there's like fifteen percent of the music where I'm like, I don't like this. This isn't for me, but I understand it. I'd say, and then like four percent, I like this is great, and then one percent, it's so bad it crosses over to good. So what? Or can you can you give an example of the so oh, bad absolutely. it crosses over? Absolutely. What's that? Uh, Limp Bizkit's hits are so bad they cross over into greatness. It's like, yeah. Go ahead, please. Well, no, I was gonna say I feel like Limp Bizkit has gotten a real, uh, like reexamining recently with yeah. the Woodstock documentary and all that, and uh, it's baffling to me because I, they're very bad. Um, but so I understand the that some of them are catchy. They exactly, it's the catchy factor. Like, yes, they are bad, but if you listen to the first record. They have way more in common with the first 10 years of Red Hat Chili Peppers than the next 10 years of metal. Now, that's not a good thing. You shouldn't like that's the, the Red Hat Chili Peppers first 10 years are bad. It's white. Oh, so, yeah. Right. But they're clearly influenced by like Faith No More and Red Hat Chili Peppers and stuff like that way more than the stuff that they influenced. Right. So mm-hmm. that's why that first record is a complete outlier. We're like, there's an actually good songs, no qualifiers there. And then the second and third records, it's like, oh, this is still a group that like loves Cypress Hill and is coming from that. And there's still unique sounds here. And it, it's one of those things where all of their favorites are probably people you like. Like they have really good taste when it comes to who influenced them. It's just that their output is horrible. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. That's like the, you know, uh, the combo could be, you know, peanut butter and chocolate, or it could be like fucking rice and dog shit. I don't like whatever. (laughs) I guess no one loves dog shit. (laughs) I guess dogs. maybe. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So if a dog were to be making (laughs) this melange, (laughs) it would be. Yeah, (laughs) there's there's that's the thing about it where every band that was on Family Values after the first year not every band, but most of them were influenced by the first three years of the bands that were on that tour. And those bands are across the board atrocious. There's no qualifying factors of like, not qualifying. There's no redemption in any of these acts, like nothing. And then Uh, there's some, yeah. Okay. So I don't even know what the original tour looked like. Was it? It's a very, it's a somewhat, I think accurate view of American culture and American radio for the first three years. And it goes into this niche thing, but the niche is selling just as many tickets. They're just not heard on commercial radio. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, it's a very odd thing. So it's, I went actually went to the first two. I went to the one in 98. It's corn, limp biscuit, ice cube, incubus, orgy, and Rammstein. Okay. Now Rammstein 
is currently playing stadium tours like football stadium tours. Like when they're playing Chicago, they're playing Soldier Field. Wow. That's amazing. There's like four bands in the world that could do that. It's like the Stones, U2, one of the K-pop dudes, and then Rammstein. And that's it. How? I don't even get it. Because they rarely tour the states. And when they do, it's a big to-do. And their stage show is like this massive Cirque du Soleil fire type thing where people want to see. I want to go see Rammstein. I still remember that set from over 20 years ago. And I don't know German. You know what I mean? You know a little German. <laughs> I do. I took you know what two two means. <laughs> you you hate me. So yeah. that's that's year one, right? I think that's that's before Limp Biscuit has any real success. Um, that's corn at the height of their powers in terms of on MTV all the time, mm-hmm. and it's before Incubus is like a like a very attractive man. It's before Ice Cube's family films. But uh, but it, I would say. If you look at that lineup, if I, if for me personally, I'm looking at mm-hmm. that. The only thing that I'm like, oh, that'd be that's like something that I would listen to is Ice Cube. Exactly, and it's interesting because I once again I listen to every single artist catalog. Ice Cube's catalog, without the dudes from Public Enemy, does not age very well. Mm-hmm. Also, I've been listening in ages, yeah, but it's it's at that time, yeah. It didn't help that whilst I was listening to Ice Cube's entire catalog, that's when the news came out that he. Uh, refused to get vaccinated, so I was like, "Well, now I'm not playing you. <laughs> like it's all, it's over. I'm not, I'm not including any of it." I mean, you you don't want to know how most people what their what their status is or what. Oh, corn. Here's the thing about corn. Jonathan Davis is probably a bleeding heart liberal on the right side of history. Yet his guitarist is playing with Mike Huckabee. Like I understand the difference, but for some reason, I'm able to compartmentalize that because it's a group. Yeah, like what's the didn't they didn't wasn't there a thing with System of a Down where one of the guys was like super right wing and they're like what how'd that happen? <laughs> Let's keep going because th- th- that's going to come up. Family Value Store ninety nine. This is the one I went to, and this is maybe the most sad I've ever been as a teenager when I saw Topless People. It's Corn, Limp Bizkit, Mob Deep, Orgy, Stained, Primus, Jaw Rule, Method Man, and Red Man, DMX Filter, and the Crystal Method. Wow. Okay. Why was it sad to see Topless People? Have you ever? Because it was during Limp Biscuit, and I was on the floor, and I'm, I'm. It's at the Rosemont Horizon now, Allstate Arena, and I'm looking around to see a bunch of. It's just like the saddest version of I almost consensual sex that you could have. Oh boy! <laughs> it was just like. So you went to the gathering, uh, the the annual ICP uh, festival, and there were some topless people there. I'm assuming it felt the same there. Oh, that that felt very fun, and just is a quick. Oh, okay, that's very different. That's very different to me. Did did you see that the that uh, Insane Clown Posse is uh, having a Christmas concert oh, this year? Oh, that's nice. And it, it the the name of the concert I think they just announced it um, this morning, but it's called the first annual Santa's a Fat Bitch Show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I agree with any band more than Insane Clown Posse in terms of. What they do and how they do it and just hate their music so much. <laughs> if they had good music, I would be like so all in on this. They'd be your favorite band. They would be my if, – if, if their music was even kind of okay. <laughs> I just don't like any of the I – like, I like one song I think that's kind of goofy fun. but like The Mozart one that's on the Third Man record? No, I like the song Juggalo Juice. That's kind of a oh, fun yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but other than – like. Everything else about this band, I'm like, I fucking love these guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right side of history. Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, they're great. Okay, so uh, really quick side note here. 
um, Insane Clown Pesce was supposed to be on the Family Values tour. And they did they have a feud with someone? What happened? I, I'm assuming as much as like they're on the initial poster and press release. Same with System of a Down. Hmm. So that's anyways. And also Run DMC had to replace DMX on a few of the tours because of legal trouble. And Run DMC you can't listen to for obvious uh, sex pest reasons anymore. So like instantly negated their entire catalog um, from Wait, this. Who's the sex pest? Uh, the the man Russell Simmons. Does he count? He count. You don't know them without Russell Simmons. I guess. Sure. <laughs> um, I listen to once again. I listen to all these catalogs. Stained is hands down to me the band I hate the most that has ever performed on the Family Value Store. Um, I'd probably agree with you. I don't know who else would even come close. To be honest. Well, you there's trust me. Just wait. There, there's a lot of horrible, horrible stuff here. <laughs> We're getting to uh, some better, yeah, some nasty reveals. Okay. It, it reminded me how much I enjoy almost the entire catalog of the Crystal Method. There's always their worst Crystal Method is still better than nine out of ten bands on this entire uh, entity of a tour. There, I don't, I don't really remember. They did that uh, that one song that was kind of like, um, they're like hard DJs, right? Somewhat, yeah, but they're also there's a little bit more. They do a bunch of scores and stuff, and and they're pretty good. It's just okay. non-objectionable, really good electronic music to me. Oh, and also, so, yeah, I, I think Primus to me is the most. I just hate Primus, but I know that's not bad. Does that make sense? <laughs> they're they are a uh, a tough nut to crack. Yeah, they're they're a weird band. And you want to be like, oh, fuck you guys. But some yeah. of it's kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. And they're, I wouldn't say they're good like songwriters, but they're good musicians. And it's like, ah, whatever. Exactly. Whatever. That's a regret. Okay. Moving on. 2001. I'd say the, the oddest year of this. This is the only one that there's no corn. It's Stone Temple Pilots, Linkin Park, Stained, Static X, Dead Z, and Spike 1000. I don't know who Spike 1000 You don't need is. to. They don't even have a Wikipedia page. Dead Z's horrible. Gotcha. Static X is interesting for reasons that we've actually discussed um, how weird they are. Stain is still the worst band of all time. Lincoln park. I agree with what they represent. There is not one song on their entire catalog. I enjoy. I don't like them. No, I'm not, I'm not really into their music, um, but what are Stone you going to do? There's a lot of great music. I think that their third record is one of the best records of the nineties. So I understand why they're like, we'll have Stone Temple Pilots do this, but it makes no sense sonically, and no. it was a one-off. And do you know who ended up replacing Scott Weiland in Stone Temple Pilots? Oh, that sounds... Um, oh, is the guy from Lincoln Park. There you go. Uh, yeah. Do you do you know how uh, St- uh, Scott Weiland, is, is he still alive? No. You know who else isn't still alive? The guy from Lincoln Park. Yeah, maybe Stone Temple Pilots should just stop. But nope, they got is a third it, lead you, singer. They're is still it a curse? Is it is it officially a curse or what is it? I just think heroin attracts heroin, but whatever. <laughs> the curse, it's haunted. <laughs> All right, so then they're off for a few years, and it comes back in 2006 with Corn, Deftone, Stone Sour, Flyleaf, Deering Gray, Ten Years, Dead Z, Barrier Dead, Bullets and Octane, and Walls of Jericho. So we are really now full dipped into the. Uh, tier two is now exactly. at the top, and tier three is now elevated. Yeah. Exactly. These are now the bands that were influenced by those first few Family Values tours. Yeah, uh, Deftones, great. I don't great band. I don't no really qualifiers. Any other, I don't know any songs by anybody else on this list. You know, except you know, Corn. 
Uh, oh, they're on. Okay, yeah. Corn is of back. Corn is yes. back for all of them here. Deftones clearly of the four percent of music I like. One hundred percent of it is Deftones. Well, that's not true. Stone Temple Pilots and Robshin has some good stuff too. Anyways, Deftones, no bad album in their entire catalog. Still relevant. They're still amazing. Every other band, save for Corn, entirely atrocious and should be trashed. They're horrible. I'm bringing this one up specifically because someone died at this show at the uh, Atlanta show. Um, and it was when Deftones were performing. And it's really sad because when the Travis Scott stuff started happening with Astroworld, there was this like, well, look at this video of Dave Grohl helping rock is blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, man, this is the same in every genre. It's bad across the board. It's not these artists fault. It's the promoters and the securities fault. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that whatever that Travis Scott situation was, it seemed like, I don't, I don't know. I barely paid attention to it, but it's like, it's gotta just be a case of like poorly managed security and safety, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't I don't really know who Travis Scott is. I don't know his music at all. I don't know what he does. It's not his job <laughs> to no. do that. I mean, if he knew and was like, yeah, kill somebody, then sure. <laughs> yes. But I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. So we're moving on to the next year. This is maybe the worst one. This is a main stage and a side stage. It's Corn, Evanescence, Atreyu, Flyleaf, Hell Yeah, Trivium, and Neurosonic on the main. And on the side stage, it's Droid, Five Finger Death Punch, Through You, in vitro, twin method, and blood simple. Don't, I don't know who any of this is on the side stage. That's well, you, know, five, you probably do know Five Finger Death Punch. They're one of the biggest metal bands of the last decade. If, actually, 15 years. I yeah. Like still. they're playing arenas when they're coming through town. Even still, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I know them. And that was know. the last year. It was a traveling show, and then there's a one-off in 2013. It's a it's a one night in. Colorado. It's Corn, Hollywood Undead, Asking Alexandria, Machine Gun Kelly, Beware of Darkness, and Love and Death. And this is where I find out that Machine Gun Kelly has some good songs. So it, are, are they now, are they trying to turn themselves into like kind of the um, the metal Lollapalooza? Is that like, no, you know, that's, like oh, we're getting no more That tour. was the attempt in 2013. It's long been dormant. I highly doubt they're bringing it back after a long time off. I just needed a stupid gimmick for Thanksgiving. And I needed a reason because I asked a writer of mine, a writer friend of mine that loves corn, like legitimately loves corn. Like, could you please write about this like weird corn resurgence? Because um, it's in Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you watch that. Like one of the lead teens is wearing a corn shirt unironically. Yeah, and, I've seen that in, in the wild, too. I think uh, young younger people uh, love corn. Yeah, and I want to know why. And like, he's one of the original, like roughly our age. Like, he's been with them since the start. And it also is interesting to me because he happens to be gay. And Corn has a song uh, on their first record, which name I will refuse to say into a microphone because it's considered a slur. So that is even more fascinating to me that he's liked this band for near on twenty five years now. As a young gay man, is now a gay adult. I didn't really need to say gay adult, but you see where I'm going with it. Um, I think they're, 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 I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know about your friend, but like, I think for as far as kids ago, it's just like when I was in high school, I was like all psyched on like Led Zeppelin and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, sure, okay, exactly. That just exactly. happens. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. And, but the weird thing about this is, like I said, I listen to all these catalogs. No one has been more loyal to their sound from start to finish than Corn. 
I mean, I don't know what they do now, but I'm assuming based on what you just said that it sounds a lot like you could. It's it's just slightly updated. It's not even. They had an entire record with Skrillex, but they did not lose any of their corn DNA. That's that's. Uh, I mean. Way to go! Did they? Did people leave the band too? Or yes, did there's been guy- a few ins and outs, but there's also been some consistent th- from the first to now. And it's one of these things where I, I don't necessarily think it's good or bad. It's just there are very few acts that could say that. And if you like a band from their first record and you want that sound, I don't think there's a more satisfying act in all of pop music history than Corn. Tell me this, when you're doing DJ night with the Family Values, mm-hmm. do you dip into Fieldy's Dreams? No, I will not play side projects. I won't play the guy. I, I don't know if it's Monkey or Heads, Born Again Christian stuff. I'm not doing that. Okay. You're, li- you're really <laughs> limiting yourself is all. <laughs> How much can you play without like being like, all right, are we? Are people like, okay, I'm a little tired of this. <laughs> How far do you think it'll go to be like, all right. <laughs> I think people will actively listen to a half of one song and then just ignore it until I'm done. Gotcha. Are there any yeah. dance songs in there? Uh, no, no. There's. Not. <laughs> Can you get anybody on the floor <laughs> with, any, with anything from here? Some of the Machine Gun Kelly stuff is pretty good, man. Seriously. I've never uh, listened to him. I don't know really what his deal is. Um, all I know is I saw that video of him like uh, jumping all over a, a table at a board meeting or something <laughs> that's fun <laughs> and then he was in the whatever movie the dirt and then that's a, i think that's all i know yeah isn't that nice i guess so <laughs> i don't i don't love that tommy lee has been portrayed in like now two movies i i think we, we are running out of things <laughs> wait we have the dirt and what else there's the new there's like a new and maybe it's not a movie maybe it's a tv series but it's called pam and tommy oh yeah shit yeah, so he's going to be like the next like Joker, like a uh, <laughs> canon of American culture. Hold on, character. hold on. Is Tommy Lee based on the Joker? Yes, you know that. You know that. He does have a man tattooed across his tummy. Now, okay, I, I was just joking around, but like, is the Jared Leto Joker based on Tommy Lee? Could you write this piece for recommend if you like? Uh, fine. <laughs> Leto Joker is based on Tommy Lee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's some good stuff. Do you think Vince Neal's based on the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker because he killed the guy? Probably. Hey, cool. you've seen that video of, of um, God, is it? I, I want to say it's like maybe five, six years ago, and it's uh, the Rock in Rio Festival, I think. I think it is, but it's uh, Motley Crue, and uh, Vince Neal is singing, but like, is either winded or forgot all the lyrics. And so he's just like, (laughs) he's like not enunciating. I think maybe he also thought like, nah, they don't speak English here. So I'm just going to fudge it. And I don't give a shit. It's one of the fun, like look up kickstart my heart from Rio. All right. Thank you. That'll be in the podcast description. (laughs) Thank you. What do you, do you have any plans for uh, your Thanksgiving Eve or on Thanksgiving? Are you also going to play two hours of music from Corn uh, and Friends? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's just a coincidence that that's also happening in my house as a tradition every year. You and your wife sit down for a, a nice and evening. I, I make her shut up <laughs> and listen <laughs> to this great, <laughs> this great music. And if she tries to talk, 
it, 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 will you start from the beginning? <laughs> I should do that whenever I hear everybody, anyone talking. Shut up! If I hear one person talking, I'm starting over. Okay, that's the tradition. <laughs> what are you doing on Thursday? Uh, dinner and whatever you know, Thanksgiving meal with friends and and that. And all oh, that. that's nice. Yeah. Are you making? Are you cooking? Are you making? <laughs> Jesus. I'm on turkey duty, baby. No sides. Um, I I might do a couple, but I think those are going to be taken care of. How are you uh, cooking the turkey? First time ever, I'm going to attempt smoking one. Oh, it's the like best. A bar- like a barbecue turkey. I did it a few years ago. It's the best. So it's it's new for me. I've I've I think I've done turkey duty for like Thanksgiving the last like maybe five ish years mm-hmm. uh, at least. So this is the first time trying that. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, you are in Los Angeles. I've only done it in D.C. and I don't know if I'd want to do it in L.A. because it's pretty warm there and it's the maybe it's better there. I don't know, but I don't think I've ever been smokier. Than from smoking a turkey, this like including bonfires and campfires and all that stuff. I think that's the smokiest I've ever been. I mean, a turkey that's a yeah, like a twenty pound. I we got a twenty pounder in the fridge Jesus. right now. I gotta go. I gotta go brine that thing after this. Um, I'm doing a buttermilk brine with uh, and then smoke with um, some pecan and hickory wood. We'll see how it goes. Nice. That's so great. Are you gonna soak the wood? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, and I'm with you. I soaked it the first year; it was completely pointless. You don't need to do that. Yeah, I don't. I've never, I've never done that. I don't, I don't think I. Did, yeah, I was like, I don't know if it does anything, but we'll see. What, we'll see what an goes. exciting time! It's a great time to be alive. Um, terrible time to be dead. So. <laughs> you're missing out. If you're dead, you're missing out. A lot of fun stuff going on these days. You're missing. How many people are gonna? <laughs> How many people are going to enjoy the twenty-pound turkey? I think we're about fifteen people, so we got That's a lot of people. You're going to have to have more than a pound a piece. Uh, I thought you were going to say like six. Fifteen people is a lot. Where are you having fifteen people? I was told it was ten to fifteen uh, ish. Um, you you know, uh, Kristen Stuttered. Hmm. Uh, she's she's having a, a get together. Okay, so it's not at your apartment. No, no. Okay, so are you smoking not at your house? I bought a, a smoker and I don't have room for it at my home. So I, it's at uh, a friend's home and I just go over there and just smoke food all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. So I've never used this. I just use a charcoal grill. Oh, yeah. I got like a, an offset like smoke box barrel smoker thing. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I found it for like a hundred bucks on Craigslist. It's my and it's been all I've been doing since like everything's been closed. So is that how you've um, been cooking wings as well? Yeah. Oh my god, how is it different than a regular grill when it comes to cooking wings? Um, so there's there's just no direct heat. You're not using the fire. Just like it, so, there's a smoke box on the side, and the air pulls all the hot smoke mm-hmm. over all the food, and then out through like a little stovepipe kind of thing. And so it's all, you know, indirect heat and it, uh, yeah, it's, you can just fit tons of stuff on it. It's great. Is it a more even cook? Uh, it, it's, 
it's more like it gets concentrated for uh, something like wings, like right near where all the smoke comes out. So uh-huh. I just have to move wings around a lot. But if you're doing a big piece of meat, like a pork shoulder or brisket or a turkey or something, you just kind of rotate it every once in a while. That's am- Are you buying charcoal in bulk at this point? Um, just still on regular bags. It's mostly like just big old bags of like wood from some barbecue supply store. Are you noticing the difference in wood? Uh, I'm not like th- still quite refined enough. I can kind of tell when it's like a little sweeter or something. And I just, uh-huh. um, but I don't, I, I don't have like the expert palette yet. You know, I think this is so cool and fascinating. And, uh, I don't know. It's because of I'm 38. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is the most Time. important thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or just like pure jealousy. <laughs> It's fun. It's like we're uh, I, next time I move. I mean, we're in a little apartment right now, and the biggest like checklist thing is like I need a space for a big smoker. Oh man, I'm very jealous, and uh, I wish you nothing but the best. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep you posted with pictures. Uh, I guess finally, I haven't talked to you in a while. I haven't done this show in a long time. Um, I, I miss doing the live show, but I'm still hesitant of society. Are you hesitant in any way since you've had COVID and you don't have a child? I'm far more lax than I uh, have have ever been in the last okay. you know two years. I think I'm you know it's it's still LA, so everywhere you go, you have to show proof of vax and you have to wear a mask if it's you know unless you're like eating or drinking or whatever. Um, so like anywhere I go anyway, it's kind of all taken care of mm-hmm. as far as like safety precautions. So I feel like pretty comfortable no matter what at this point. Okay. Is there anything, you get any tips for me? <laughs> to- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what are, like, what are the rules like in DC? Can you, is it like proof of vax at places or masks or what? They're supposed to, but it's not really. Uh, they dropped the mask mandate as of yesterday in D.C. proper, but we're like a half a mile from Montgomery County, and they reinstated theirs on Saturday. So it's <laughs> and the transmission rate here has gone up. So it's like it's silly. Yeah, no, that's very and like you, sh- you would think they could, you know, coordinate, but yeah. Uh, so, nope. <laughs> it, but it, it's also like, where am I going? I'm not really going anywhere and except tomorrow night, like I'm going to be indoors mostly, but I'll have a mask on. I don't know. I don't know if I'm being silly at this point or it's uh people are just had it. And you know, you know, what's fucked up is I feel better seeing all these other countries uh, doing as bad as we are with, <laughs> with getting the vaccine, not because they don't have the supplies, but because the X amount of population just won't get it. Yeah, it's misery loves company. I get it. Yeah, yeah that's messed up because that's yeah, it's, not going to help. It is not helpful to feel that way. No, <laughs> it's I not helpful that. at all. <laughs> In fact, it's ne- it's bad. Yeah, it's it's the reverse. It's what's the opposite of helpful. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, do you think we'll see each other in twenty twenty two? Um, good question. What? Yeah, it depends on I guess uh, the vax for kids. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, I'll I, I might I might do an East Coast trip next year at some point. So we'll see. I think the the higher likelihood is you happen to visit Chicago while I'm also visiting Chicago. That could be. A, yeah. Like an, yeah. a coincidence, a, a fun uh, coincidence. We'll see corn. We'll talk about Limp Bizkit. Well, we can go see uh, Rammstein in Soldier Field. Oh, I, I really want to go to that. 
Well, let's do it. I don't. <laughs> I'll stay for Duhas and then I'll go and grab a beer. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> you, me, them, everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at youmethemeverybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, youmethemeverybody.com. Our Patreon page is on our About page. It's all there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, at sign Y-M-T-E. Thanks for listening. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping. Friends and family I'll be keeping. Won't 